Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. So welcome to episode number two of Divorce Stories. I'm your host, Dennis Vetrano, a divorce lawyer who's been practicing for 22 years. And in this episode, we're going to answer some really obscure questions about divorce. And listen, as I've said before, I want to hear your questions. So if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, send your questions to our email address at divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. Again, any questions you'd like to hear uh, us answer on the podcast, divorcestoriespodcast.com podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So our first question today, and again, these are obscure questions. We get the most complex issues, complex situations that we need to resolve for our clients. Um, This question is, if my spouse has left the country and is now living somewhere else, can I still divorce them, let's say, in New York State? Answer to that question is yes, But here's the thing, as with any other litigation, any other lawsuit, you need to give them notice of the suit. Essentially, you need to have them personally served wherever they are. So the first thing we do with a divorce case is we start your action, file the most basic document to get your action filed, summons with notice. Then the very next thing we need to do is provide notice to your spouse, the other side. Serve them with a copy of those documents. Now, when I say outside the country, this is international service. International service is extremely complex. Can it be done? Yes. But typically, and it varies pretty broadly, it varies from country to country. But typically, it's expensive and it's time-consuming, but it can be done. If anybody needs to do that, just make sure you're working with a lawyer because, again, we work with, with some very specific outfits, experts in international service to make sure this gets done properly because if you effectuate service and it's not done right, your entire case can be dismissed or can be null and void. So, again, bear in mind, you can divorce your spouse if they've left the country but personal service must be effectuated, and that can be pretty complex. So let's get into our next question. If during your divorce you decide you want to purchase a piece of property or a car for that matter, can you do it before your judgment of divorce has been issued? And is there any argument your spouse could make to any interest in that asset? Short answer to that question is, and again, there's two issues really at work here. I say short answer, but it's really more complex than that. Two things at work. Once you file your action for divorce in New York State, they issue what we call a set of temporary stays. Within the context of, and it's a court order. When I say temporary stays, I mean it's a court order. It's an order directing you to do something or refrain from doing something. In this case, it directs you to refrain from making any new major purchases or encumbrances during the entirety of your divorce action unless it's, and I'm paraphrasing here, usual and customary expenses or usual and customary day-to-day life. So if the air conditioning system goes on your house, can you replace it during your divorce without, you know, permission from the court? Um, Is it in contravention of the temporary stays? No. But if you want to buy a brand new car, probably is. You want to buy another piece of property or a rental property or a new house? Probably a violation of those temporary stays. So pending the receipt of the judgment of divorce, meaning completion of your divorce case, it's kind of, you know, questionable and probably a violation of temporary stays to make any new major purchases. However, 
The second piece of the question is, does my spouse have an interest in that piece of property? Say it's a, say it's a car. Uh, you file your divorce action. Your case is pretty much resolved, but you don't have the judgment of divorce yet, and you decide, I want to go out and I want to buy myself a brand new Porsche 911. Can you do it? Uh, probably a violation of the stays. Um, is it separate property? Meaning, could your spouse ask for a piece of it if the divorce isn't final? Technically, no. But, but, but here's, there's a couple of caveats here. Post-commencement of your divorce, everything you purchase, all of the assets you acquire or debt or liability, encumbrances, etc., is considered your separate property and your spouse the same. So you file your divorce in, let's say, you know, January 1st, 2020, okay? Then February 1st, 2020, you buy a brand new Porsche 911, and you use only your separate money, nothing to do with marital property or a derivative of a marital company or, or something that came from a marital residence, your separate property, only money you had that you made, that you earned post-commencement and bought that 911, Technically, that's yours and yours alone because date of commencement gives you the cutoff. Think of it like this. Pre-date of commencement of your divorce, presumptively, which means more likely than not, marital property. Anything you acquire post-commencement of divorce is considered separate property, yours and yours alone, with the caveats that you don't use any marital um, assets or derivatives of marital assets to purchase that separate property post-commencement piece of property. So again, that would go for anything. That would go for debts, houses, cars, what have you. Uh, let's get to our third question today. And again, I'm giving, you the, I'm giving you the obscure questions here, the ones that most lawyers don't get regularly. Of course, we handle such a high volume of divorce cases, day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year, that we see everything. Um, and, and I got to be honest with you, a lot of lawyers don't even know the, the correct answer to these questions. Um, so our third question, I just found out my spouse was married before and didn't get their divorce judgment till two weeks ago, but we were married in 1990. If my husband or wife was married before and was not divorced before we got married, does that make our marriage null and void? Answer to that question is, yes, it does. Now, let me be clear with you. Somebody's, let's give you an example. 1985, somebody gets married, okay? And now this same person separates physically, not legally, just leaves the house and goes out and marries, let's say, your cousin in 1995. But they never were legally divorced from that 1985 marriage, that 1995 marriage is a nullity. It is nothing. Because unless you were, if you were legally married to one person and then you attempted to legally marry, well, I say legally, but it's illegal. If you attempted to marry another person after that, prior to legally divorcing from the first marriage, second marriage is null and void. So again, as you can tell, you know, we get all sorts of questions and we've, we've seen every oddball sort of complexity, sort of circumstance you could think of in this particular area of law. And again, one would imagine with the varied background that I have, 22 years of doing this, you've seen, we've seen pretty much everything. So, um, so look, I'd encourage people, if you have any questions that you'd like to hear answered on our podcast, 
definitely email them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a question where you feel like it's a pressing issue and you really need a lawyer right away, uh, don't hesitate to visit us at drvitranolaw.com and schedule a confidential free divorce consultation. Uh, again, so there's some some of the more complex questions we get and, and, and pretty uh, comprehensive answers. And I hope you've enjoyed that. So thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Divorce Stories, and we'll see you again next time.